It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shafty. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, The Morning Roast. Oh, baby. Welcome to a Warriors Wednesday. Brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. They trust your name since 1922. Visit Freeman'sAppliance.com today. We are thrilled to be back. Shafty's back. Shafty's back. We got Spadoni in the building, Big John. Good morning to everybody out there getting off the graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening? Good morning to everybody who went to the Bruce Mahoney game last night at USF. Uh, Saving Nations, big over my guys at Sacred Heart Cathedral. Big C's coaching Sacred Heart. Uh, I was going to wear my SI hoodie from Angelique, but I say I can't do that to Sacred Heart. I can't do that to Pat and Twan and Coach Evans and everybody up there. So... I kept it on the shelf. Kept it on the shelf. But it was good to see Steele LaBall and them go out there and win a basketball game. Of course, Steele LaBall, the son of Justin LaBall, the head coach of City College of San Francisco men's basketball team. But, man, a lot of fun yesterday with the Doobie Awards. A lot of fun. A lot of controversy, Shasky. What, what was the controversy? Oh, there was a lot. I went back and tried to tap in to see some of the, uh, some of the, uh, the, the winners, if you will. Yeah, Marcus and Richmond called. He was not thrilled that he didn't get guest moment of the year. Who did? Brianna in Detroit. Well, I mean, Brianna in Detroit. I mean, you're talking about, like, that was one of the all-time calls. And there were so many drops, as Joey Spadoni said to you, so many drops within that call that we didn't even we didn't even utilize. Well, I'm fashionable. Marcus Richmond brought the heat. He told you about a two-minute drill. He said he had twins in six minutes. Exactly. How is that not call of the year? Did you had that was actually call moment of the year. Did you had guest moment of the year? And it was you and Chuck Cooperstein, which I disagree with. Nope. Vehemently. Why? That was hilarious. Why? Carlos Devils and the Angel? I have no idea. Was so much better. So, what about Shane Tao dropping BS so much so that Gianna Franco from KPIX hit me up and was like, did you have the mayor on your show today? Everybody's talking about it. It's like, no, that was guest moment of the year. So there's controversy there. <laughs> there's controversy because none of Bonte's picks no, won. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with my picks. It was from the roasters. Baldi's guest moment talking about just no spoons and forks. Just I'm taking a bone. I'm taking a ribeye and I'm eating all the meat in the world for Thanksgiving. Well, there's always next year. No, man, it was a lot of controversy, man. And I didn't see it. Rookie roaster of the year, a lot of controversy. So much so the can opener Cal called because he wasn't pleased about winning. Now, I don't, I'm not mad at Nick and San Jose for winning. Very deserving. You reap what you sow, brother. He was deserving, and he called yesterday. He called. Is oh, he boy. happy with the state of the Warriors? No. <laughs> why, why, why? I think he demoted them again to like yeah. a 32 win if team. If they don't win tonight, they're a 33 win team, dude. As you're doing the uh, surveying of the land a couple of times today, I do want to put this out there because there are a lot of kids that listen to this and a lot of parents that are out there whose kids play sports. If your daughter, if you have a girl who's in fourth or fifth grade and she's not signed up to play for a CYO team and she wants to play for free, I have a link. PAL has already paid for an entire team, fourth and fifth grade girls, to play basketball. Free basketball. If your daughter is not on a team, she's not playing CYO with her school, or maybe she doesn't attend one of those schools or whatever, free basketball. I put it on my Twitter. I put it on my Instagram. You can hit me up directly. If you call into the station, we'll send you the link. Sign up. I want. I, we, we are all about helping the kids, right, B? You're talking about high school sports? Well, well we didn't help Kobe out yesterday. Oh, I heard Kobe's call. (laughs) 
Who, who's the other My kid? Daniel. Was, now I gotta go. The Dan- way he ended that call. The guy wanted to dump Christian McCaffrey for Dalvin Kobe. Cook. I was like, hey, Colby, Colby, hit the books. Buddy. How about the guy you kept calling a young Shasky who was that the same kid? No, it was Daniel did uh Bettnar. Who was that? Belmont. Yeah, Belmont. Yeah, yeah. He was mad even though they won. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Wanna trade Debo for Justin Jefferson straight up? There you go. Yeah, that that was that was wild. But, Yesterday was a wild show. And you know, I know you agree, Gene are being our roster of the year. I love Gene. Uncle Gene being our roster of the year, although Robin said Bruno hit me up like, how did I not win that award? Adam and SF, I definitely thought he he told me he definitely thought he had the freestyle of the year in the back. Oh. But Duke came in and it was so ironic. Yesterday's show played out, Shasky, where we weren't asking for the winners to call the show. No. They just happened to be on the live when we I announced like their that. awards. I like which that. is pretty organic. So I'm I'm proposing next year. As you have the CYO link and I, I I'm all for girls or boys playing youth sports or high school sports yes. just being participants, especially low-income students or kids who come from, whether it's broken homes or just low-income homes. Absolutely. Um, I'm proposing that we do the Doobie Awards in person next year. Spadoni, Lutman, we have tuxedos on. We rent out a bar or a Oh, I'm down with that. We have I'm down we get that. all the nominees in the building. Maybe we'll come up with some Doobie Award trophies, you know what, maybe some T-shirts. You know who would want to do this? Who's, who's Our that? buddy Dino at Unwind on West Portal. You know he's going to want to go full tuxedo. Well, there's going to be a lot of people in the running to host this award show. Oh, look at you. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people. Well, what I would like that. to do after listening to that Brianna call one more time, because I went back and I was just looking at some of the, the, the winners yesterday in the afternoon as I was working. And Spadoni... Um, I think you and I and Bonte have to create some sort of a new segment as football season ends, and we get more into like the basketball and baseball content of the year, which isn't as—it's just not as rigid as the NFL right. content. I think one of these days out of the week, we do the slide up in our DMs no. and ask us anything. Oh no! Well, they Look at that. him—he's shaking his head. Well, 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 first of all. That's done because they slide into the DMs and ask me anything anyway. Has to stop them in five years. Five years sliding the DMs to say hi. No, nah, yes. I need to say this. And morning to uh, Zucci Man, who won the 2023 Doobie Award winner for Best Texer of the Year. Ooh. He's eked out that win over Gutter Trash and PDX and, of course, Oscar and EPA. And, of course, Mikey Dubs, who always texts us. We very worthy nominate, nominations there. And uh, finally caught wind of the Brianna Slighting in the DMs. Ouch. And she went back and watched the show when it actually happened. Oh, my God. And she said she looked at my face, and she cracked up. And, no, I did not sleep on the couch. She laughed. She had fun with it because she goes, how those DMs go? So she caught wind of it because some of y'all was snitching on me. I think it was Spadoni. I think it was some of the roasters. But some of the roasters are slighting in Anna's DMs. I'm catching strays. Tipping her off. I don't even think her off about the Brianna. I yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten a DM from Spadoni on Instagram. Well, I somebody my kids it. and that's it, and then I leave. Somebody, yeah. somebody snitched on me because Anna caught wind of it. And she went back to the original show and watched my face oh, wow. when that happened. She's good. Yeah. She's very good. I'm optimistic, well, Bonte. Well, when you guys play the drops over and over and over again, and they're talking about DMs. We know she ain't sliding in y'all DMs. <laughs> Not the two wild horns. You, you can have that one, bud. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. But 
Doobie Awards are a lot of fun, Shasky. I do awesome. like. Uh, we should bring it to somewhere. I, I'm, I'm with yeah, that. We, I know we were kind of uh, hypothesizing taking the morning show on the road during yeah. the April, May, June, July no, months, and I would love to hear from restaurants and places out there and tell us why. We need to come see you. Yeah, all over the Bay Area, whether it's San Jose, Campbell, California, San Mateo, Burlingame, Millbrae, the East Bay. Yeah, we'll go to Livermore. I'll go to Hayward. Ooh, I'll yeah. go to Fremont. Yeah. I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere. But we do want to take the show on the road because who knows if the Warriors are going to be in the playoffs this season. Who knows if the Giants, by the way, another one bites the dust. I thought they were a favorite to get this Japanese pitcher. And then 24 hours later, Japanese pitcher signs with the Cubs. What's his name? I don't even pay attention to whenever somebody sends me an alert. The Giants are a favor for this guy. Giants are a favor for that guy. Who's this guy? I don't know. Who, who's he's a lefty. his name? He's a lefty. I can't pronounce his name properly. I don't even know who he is. So I don't want to sound well, like I don't know what I'm talking about. But most be, people have not seen him pitch. No, I'm serious. Wanna, you don't want an early nomination for well, no, pronunciation of the year. Well, I mean, it, but most people haven't seen him pitch. I watched the WBC and I barely remember him. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just I'm not talking smack. I'm being real. Now, you know what? Today, uh, there is a guy that I do want to talk about just for a split second. If there is one name in the pipeline, you've seen Luciano for a little, 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 little tiny bit. You've seen Harrison, whatever. The guy that you need to pay attention to, B, as a Giants fan, Rainer Arias, 17-year-old outfielder. They signed a couple of years ago. um, International free agency. You're going to have a lot of international free agents sign right now because of the the international 16 and over. You can sign for a lot of money. He's the second highest paid Giant international free agent of all time at his age bracket, not one of the the more older ones. This guy's a monster. He's a monster. Sorry, Big John was saying the Japanese pitcher's names in the chat box. I said, I know his name. I've never seen anybody pronounce it. I've I've been watching MOB Network in the I've been watching MOB Network in like over a month. It's Shota Imanaga. Imanaga. Shota Imanaga. Oh, that's easy. So Shota Imanaga apparently was a favorite for the Giants. And the Giants were they were favorites in Landum and they were all in on them. And then literally like eighteen hours later, Shota Imagama. Signs of the Chicago Cubs. Imanaga. They're not in on him Imanaga. because they're not good enough. And it's not a knock. Like They just need to accept where they're at right now. And they should be in the build-up mode, not in the, we're recruiting the right. you know the Monstars so, mode. I, I, listen, I don't want to hear about prospects with the Giants. I don't want to hear about some guy in the pipeline and rookie ball well, I think or the A ball. Prospects or, will make a big difference well, on well, learning well, free agents down the line. We've been saying that for three years. I know. I agree. We've been saying that for three years. So another one bites the dust. So I got nothing on the Giants. I got nothing on them. They can't close deals. They can't trade for guys. Even the trade they make. And look, I'm not mad at the Robbie Ray trade. The guy's not going to pitch till August. <laughs> yeah, but you got rid of two guys that weren't going to help you. Right. Well, so I, I'm okay with it. And if he if he's decent, he'll opt out. So to me, it's a wash. But I would always like Robbie Ray's a better player, hands down, than DiScafani. But yeah, he's coming off of a major injury. That's there's no there's no denying it. But I, I'm not mad at that trade. Like of all the things, I think it's a very low it's risk trade. Right. Yeah, it's it's all right. They still got about seven thousand journeyman outfielders that I need to dump. Yeah, I mean this team. <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh, you know what? I see something on the line here, Shasky. Because we're gonna get everything. We're gonna get into Draymond Green. Warriors got a game tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans. Draymond Green spoke at the podium for forty minutes. Which, in my opinion, maybe was twenty minutes too long. But, um, <laughs> why, why, okay, I gotta well, ask because you that. I got because yeah. I, I just think he doesn't need to explain himself on every situation. Like I, I like the transparency, uh-huh. but he had his podcast for fifty-one minutes. And look, we we've heard everything, and I get that he wants to be sincere and he wants to show that, hey, man, I get it now. 
I get it. And whether you believe that or not, that's that's on you. But I do believe, and I heard Steve Curry yesterday with Willard or Dibbs, he basically mentioned that his career's at a crisis, which tells me that he's basically on his last straw. And they've advised him to say, hey, leave the refs alone. Leave them alone. Stop talking to them. All that stuff, that's a start. But, you know, I just want to see, I just want to talk about ball. How do the Warriors fix this? How do the Warriors turn this season around? Who can help them? I'm tired of talking about everything else, man. I, that's the worst part about sports radio. What's that? And even as a reporter, when I used to write, you got to talk about all the other stuff. I just want to talk basketball. So I don't want to talk about his basketball. I don't want to talk about whether this guy is going to therapy and what this guy needs help or whatnot. I, I get we have to do it as part of the job, and I am sympathetic and empathetic for that stuff. But I thought yesterday, man, that that pressure, it just is like wow. But it, I think it was that's, a lot. I think what you're what you're hitting on there, and I'm glad you're bringing it up, is that's part of the refreshing part, whether they're champions or not. That's the refreshing part of watching Trace Jackson Davis and Pajemski and and Kaminga to a lesser degree. Yep. Like it feels like we're talking more about basketball and less about you know feelings and how much they're making. And and I know Kaminga is frustrated with his with his playing time, so maybe right. he leans more into the into the drama aspect right. of it, but. I think that's the refreshing part of watching the youngsters play because, B, we are just talking about ball. Right. We're not talking about legacies. Right. We're not talking about respect in the locker room or respect right. around the league or you've got four rings or how they should be able to go out on their own terms. You're just talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great, great text here from 510 Comcast Business Text Line. As we're all over the place here, first segment, which I kind of like. I like the first segment to be all over the place. We'll get to uh, Coach Ryakovich of the Toronto Raptors and how he went off yesterday. I understand the money, but the Giants did not sign Carlos Correa because of injury, and all the players they signed are injured or have injury histories. Kind of makes a point there. How are some of these guys passing physicals? Jung-Hoo Lee passed a physical. He's got a, Came off a fractured ankle. I mean, the Correa thing. I don't. It, I don't get it. I don't get it. And he had a really good year this year. If yeah, you just no, look at they, you know, they just the raw dad. He played a lot of games. He played. Play, they made, made the playoffs. playoffs yeah, you know? <laughs> had one of the best plays of the year. I don't know if you saw. It was a play up the middle oh, yeah. where a guy coming around third base trying to score, and he faked like he was going to get a double play and came home with it. I mean, Correa is a stud. He's a winner. He's a, stud. He's a guy you got to watch every day. You can't so, box score or watch. So when it comes to the Giants and. You know, Matt Beattie, the Matt Beattie reaction was one of the best <laughs> nominations for even, best moment of the year. That. Oh, I remember it because we came out in opening day against the Yankees. I don't want to get to Sammy and Philly in just a second. We came out opening day, and I was just not – I couldn't fake being happy for opening day. Giants, Yankees. I couldn't fake it because they basically said, Casey Smith, you're the best player we had in spring trading. However, <laughs> you're not going to make the big league club. So it's like, damn, okay. And who's the guy that the Giants had in New York? And they didn't even play him. They sent him back down to the minors, even though his family was in New York City for that series. Oh, it was uh, Bryce uh, Johnson, probably? Bryce Johnson, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was like, the center fielder. Hey, what a cut. Who was Farhan is so cutthroat for that, right? So then you guys say, oh, Ponte, be positive, be positive. And then they trade for Matt Petey, or they bring Matt Petey up. And you would love to go crazy about it. I'm like, wow. Huh, Matt Beatty gets you guys triggered, but I'm out here triggered about the roster that the Giants are filling out at Yankee Stadium to start the season. You know, it's just, 
I mean, it was a joke. The longtime developmental player uh, person for the Yankees is now leaving the Yankees and going to the Florida Marlins. Miami Marlins, excuse me. Wow. Yeah, very interesting. Yankees are in on everyone. The Dodgers are in on everyone. The Red Sox are in on everyone. The Cubs, the Cubs seem to be signing guys. Cubs are in on everyone. And it just feels like the Giants aren't. And I feel like their lack of no. self-awareness of where they are. Like No, no, they think they're in on these yeah, people. All these reports. And they're used as leverage. But my point B is, like, they're they're not. Like, those other teams are dedicated to winning in the current, you know, year, <laughs> not down the line. I, I mean, I wonder, are the Giants paying some of these media outlets to say, hey, just let people know to make the fans happy? Because, like, there's no Giant fan happy to see their team rumored to be in on a guy. Well, How about you close the deal? The one thing David Sampson was talking about was that uh, Scott Boris knows for a fact that when he has multiple, let's say he has two of the top pitchers on the market, he'll dangle them to the Giants, knowing that they'll keep upping the ante for the team that they really want to go to. So he just plays them. And, and, well, but he also knows that he represents somebody in that mid-tier. So like after the Giants strike out, he goes, hey, I've also got this guy. They did it with Aaron Judge and Mitch Haniger. He was also representing Mitch Haniger. And after they missed out on Aaron Judge, right. he was like, hey, I still have Mitch Haniger. And then what do they do? They pivot to him. So like, is he using them? Yeah, completely using them. Uh, I am not looking forward to Giants baseball. Let's go to Sammy in Philly. He said he needs counseling from the morning roast. Interesting. Very interesting. Why Eagle, would you be counseling? Eagle fan, Niner fan. Yeah, what's up, Sammy? Oh, come on, man. You always forget me when I call. What's up, Bonte Shasti? I called you guys last year before the NFC Championship game. Remember, I was on my high horse. I fell off that horse, brother. So you're an Eagles fan. Of course, he talked before the NFC Championship. That's right. Game, so, so why do you need counseling from us? We're not Eagles fans. We love the demise of the Philadelphia I Eagles. To, I listen to the Dallas Sean and RJ. You guys love when we fail. We 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 dropped them. We were on high ten and one, ten and one. What happened to us? You know what happened to us? Your 49ers put a hurting on us. And when Dom DeSandro touched that ball guy, our karma went out the window, and we haven't won a game since except that. Game. How about our this? Whole, our whole so, so, you got admit, brother. So, what do you need counseling from us for? Because I'm not giving you any counseling yeah, when it comes to the Philadelphia a, Eagles. You need a coach that knows how to call plays. He, <laughs> Sirianni's well, garbage. First of all, you always talk bad about our fans. I know they don't everybody well, but we are diehard fans, and we care about our team. You know. Yeah. So, so uh, again, I'm a little confused here, Sammy. <laughs> what exactly do you need counseling about? I want you guys to say it's going to be okay. You're going to beat Baker no, and, Mayfield. No, it's not going to be okay. It's not going to be okay for you guys. I just so, don't care. Go call 94 WIP for counseling. I'm not counseling you on anything with Philadelphia. What the hell is he talking, Sammy? Wake up! Not giving you counseling. Wake up, Debbie, like a coach. On. Wake are you, up. Are you coming to us for counseling? I'm here scratching my belly, loving. By the way, on ESPN right now, they're talking about is Nick Sirianni coaching for his job on Monday? I think he is. <laughs> they're the first team since the 1986 Jets to start a season 10 and one and finish the year with 11 or fewer wins. Couldn't have happened to a better group of guys. Better organization. Better fan base. The Eagles are broken, but you know what? I hope they do beat. I hope they do beat Tampa Bay, and we somehow play them in the second round. You'll be on a short week. You have to fly across the country. 
had to play on this grass at Levi Stadium, the saloon font, the red paint in the end zone, baby, for the playoffs. That's right, red paint in the end zone. It's back. It'll be glistening. Ooh-wee. That's who you want? You want the Eagles? I want to end their season. Oh, really? Wow. I want to end their season. I dare, I, I get that. I want to end their season, and I want them to have to hear about it all offseason. Oh, that would be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. That that wasn't on my flow chart. I, I want McVay again. What, did you hear Baldy yesterday? Mm. Play it for me on the other side. I don't know about McVay. Segment was brought to you by Go to State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. <laughs> Visit GoToStateLumber.com. Also, YouTube and Twitch brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto roll rates. It's super simple online application process. What the hell is Sammy doing calling us for advice? What? I thought he was coming somewhere. Find someone that you love in this life as much as Bonte loves Sean McVay. Oh, man. But I thought Sammy needed uh, relationship advice. I told you. Ten girls. You ask 10 girls for a number, you get three. You're batting 300, buddy. You're doing good for yourself. That's Willie Mays number. <laughs> exactly. What's coming up with the game? Sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G Network made for streaming live, for, live sports. We got a soundbite from Baldy. Plus, we'll get into Draymond Green. Anthony Slater's going to join us at 8 o'clock. A lot going on today on the Warriors Wednesday on the Morning Roast. All right, Dub Nation, it's Draymond Green. Tip-off is coming later today with the great Tim Roy. And then tune in to the Morning Roast tomorrow morning for the best Warriors cover. <laughs> Day-Day. Day-Day. We did tease the Baldy sound. Day-Day's back. He practiced yesterday. Um, we'll see if he comes back on this upcoming four-game road trip where they play Chicago, Milwaukee, Utah. I always forget the other team on this road trip that they're playing. Who's the other team to play? Memphis. Memphis. There you go. Well, Memphis on Monday. This Pels game, I was just doing a little bit of research. You know, McCollum scores 30 on Monday. Um, Dave won a bunch in a row here, basically six in a row uh, after that win over the Kings the other night. But they don't even know if Zion's going to play. He's questionable. He's questionable. I mean, they might not even need Zion with the way the Warriors are playing right now. Um, the Pelicans have won four or five. Excuse me, five or six. Five or six. They lost to the Clippers. Uh, right before they blew out the LA, the Sacramento Kings, they beat, they had the Kings up. They were up on the Kings by fifty at one point in that basketball game, by fifty. And people forget the Pelicans at one point last season was in first place in the Western Conference in January, and then they got killed with injuries, just destroyed. But right now they're twenty two and fifteen. They're trying to find their footing. Um, they didn't make the IST Final Four, uh, the end season tournament. Of course, the Lakers hung a banner. We haven't seen them since. But they would also hung good. like like 150 on them that day. They did. They did. What did Zion say? We were kind of lackadaisical. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> He's averaging 22 at six. Um, but the Pelicans, another long, athletic, young team. And Stephen Curry tonight is going to see a lot of Herb Jones. He's going to see a lot of Trey Burke for the third. So you got to figure out a way to, to win a basketball game and, and get quality shots and Get some stops on the defensive end. And it sounds like Steve Kerr's not going to start Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins together. I saw some numbers yesterday, Shasky, when they play together. Um, the plus-minus with Wiggins and all the different yeah, combinations? Yeah, like a minus 71. Wiggins, if you combine Wiggins with any other individual player, almost every other one yeah. of them is a negative. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Did you know that the uh, Pelicans have the best defensive rating in the last 10 games? Yes, I do. 
That's a nuggy nug I didn't know. Look at Sidoni. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I didn't know that. I got number numbers about that. I can I'm imagine. I'm not going to bore everybody with numbers. And what, the, the Warriors smoked them last time they played? Yeah, but giant, uh, no. Because Curry had 42. Yeah. Who was, who, they said they, they won by 28. Guys. They missed a couple guys in that game, and the Pelicans were really down bad. Uh, I'll pull that up right now. Yeah. This happened so early in the season. Uh, Feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, it was the third game of the season. Warriors won 130 to 102. 130 to 102 that day. And it was it was third game of the season for the Pelicans. Day before Halloween. Day before Halloween. It feels like it was so long ago. Uh Curry with the 42, 15 to 22. And remember, Curry did play against the Pels last year in New Orleans, so he went at them at the Smoothie King Center. Uh who played in that game? Zion played, had 19 points. Irv Jones played, only had four. There was no Troy Burford the third. No Brandon Ingram in that day as well. Mm, Ingram, um, no that's right. Jose Alvarado. They just got destroyed. And it was really the third quarter where the Warriors outscored the Pelicans 39 to 21. So mm. That was really the difference of the game, but both teams look completely different right now. Um, there's going to be no Draymond Green tonight, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with that. Well, you're saying that Wiggins and Kaminga can't play together. I mean, to me, it, it feels like uh, they almost had to play those two together to try to figure out how to make it work, and I'm not sure how you make that work. Uh, when both guys are, aren't the greatest passers, I think Kaminga's a better passer than Wiggins. Um, so why is it that they can't play together? Like, what specifically is it from your I, eye? My, well, my guess is, because we haven't seen a lot of it, but my guess is both compromise each other's spacing. Both like to operate in the same area on the basketball court, whether it's a ducker spot, whether it's the mid block. Uh, both are limited dribblers. Mm. Um I think Kaminga's a better passer than Wiggins. I think I, I, I actually think Kaminga's an underrated passer. I know there's a lot of talk about him not being a passer. I actually think he can pass. Uh, I'm not talking about like LeBron James or Magic Johnson or anything <laughs> no, like that, no. but I think he's a willy passer. He's not Eric Pascal. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely not Eric Pascal. He's not a black hole. He'll he'll move it around and, and play that point five basketball at times. And then both are struggling for the three-point line. So then you compromise the spacing. So they're basically the same player. I just think Kamiga's more active. Uh, they both struggle to crash the glass consistently. So it's really strange to me how why it hasn't worked. You would think just on paper, wow, Wiggins and Kamiga, two yeah, exactly. perimeter defenders. Especially I'm watching Toronto last night, and they're figuring it out with Siakam and Scotty Barnes and R.J. Barrett now. That team looks rejuvenated with that new roster. And he, uh, Emmanuel quickly as well. So I don't know. I, I I'm, It's really shocking. I can't pinpoint it. I asked Festus and Darrell this, and they said, look, man, maybe it's the spacing. Maybe it's the lack of dribbling. Maybe they just do the same things. It's just very strange to me how that can't work. So what do you make of Andrew Wiggins having a basically a, a negative net rating when it comes to playing with any other combination of players on the Warriors? I mean, it's no secret he's lost. Like, like no matter how we try to break this down but with metrics to quantify lost. it? He's lost, Jasper. He's had a horrible year. He, horrible. Horrible. Like so, I, I mean, it feels like to me either you know if if they stay pat and he has this year, they have no shot if he's this version of himself. I mean, he's averaging twelve points a game, Shasky. Twelve points a game. That's what Kaminga averaged last year, this, right? This, About yeah, yeah. This guy was averaging twenty four at one point in Minnesota. That's wow. And so, you know, it's still ugly. I mean, this guy's playing 26 minutes a night. He's now up to 29% for the three-point line, so it's actually up from when he started. But he's just completely lost. <laughs> it's in the Westbrook zone. I mean, he's completely lost. 
And I don't know if there's any coming back for him. So what team would want him? Like, everybody keeps bringing up Siakam. And I'm thinking to myself now that they traded for R.J. Barrett to Toronto Raptors, that is. They traded for R.J. Barrett and um, Emmanuel Quickly. Why the hell would they want Andrew Wiggins in that deal? Because he's an expiring contract, Pascal Siakam, and they think that they're going to lose him for nothing. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm literally I, making up, I'm making yeah, yeah, up yeah. excuses. Maybe they I, would. This feels very far-fetched. But maybe they could get something that feels another need. Oh, well, that's what I... I would you know, agree with that. It feels redundant to trade for Andrew Wiggins and have R.J. Barrett and Scotty Barnes on the same roster. And then you got Grady Dick, the young man from Kansas, who's not even playing. Yeah. Who plays a two-slash-three. So I don't I don't know why they trade for Andrew Wiggins. They already got the guy who's from Canada. That's R.J. Barrett. Uh, <laughs> they don't need another one. The, like, it's crazy to me how... Wiggins has fallen off the way he has. So, like, the argument for Wiggins has always been like, well, two way player, plays great perimeter defense. I've been, maybe I'm over, maybe I'm like way hyper focused on the defense. And no, you he's can tell not me I'm playing. Wrong. No, he's not. Defense. He's not. Not even close. It's, and not only is he getting blown by at times, to me, he falls asleep off ball. Yeah, he does. And that's the thing that's frustrating more than well. anything. And then he's not rebounding. He's active at times on the offensive glass. But, like, and I, I, I feel like like it's unfair because I have him under the microscope right now, and so maybe all these little things no. have been there the whole time, and now I'm just accentuating it because the offense has slipped off. But but B, I can't tell you how many times that he's supposed to be a help defender, or he's supposed to turn a guy a certain way, and he gives a guy right down the lane to go blowing by him with his primary hand, well, and I'm sitting there like, come on, Wiggs, make that guy go the other way. Well, off ball. I don't know if he's been a great defender this year. It's just been atrocious. You get him on the ball, and it's okay. It's, but it's okay. not at that level. It's not the level it was a couple years ago. And again, I, I keep looking at his body. He looks a bit frail. Doesn't look as strong as he did yeah. a couple seasons ago. Doesn't look as strong as he did to start last season uh, before he suffered the right adductor strain. And he missed a couple weeks, and he, wasn't bas- he basically wasn't the same after that. So he's just lost on both ends of the court. I don't know what you do about it. He doesn't deserve to start right now. Kaminga deserves that starting spot. But then what happens with Draymond Green? Can Kaminga play with Draymond Green? There's just there's a lot going on with this roster. So I do believe Mike Dunleavy, who was president of San Jose State yesterday, watching in uh, watching the San Diego State Aztecs take on San Jose State. It does feel like he's going to have to make a move because even Skirt, Steve Kerr was talking about it uh, on Willard and Dibs and at his presser yesterday. It's tough to play more than 10 guys. Yeah. you got to get your roster down to about nine reliable <laughs> ten, guys. 10 is too many. 10 is way too many. Well, and that's where I think I would stand in uh, and defend Kerr, that he's been dealt too many plates to juggle. I totally agree with that. Now, I don't think that he's had, you know, with the plates that he's had, I don't think he's made the greatest saucing. I think he acknowledged that with Willard and Dibbs yesterday. I'd like to play that sound at some point. But... I just think that they they've they haven't served him well. They've put too many ingredients on the shelf and forced him to use them all. His hands are tied, you know. And you say that around here, and everybody wants to say fire Steve Kerr, fire Steve Kerr. It's an excuse, but it's not. You got GP two, you got Moody, you got Pajewski, you got TJD, you got Chris Paul, you got Wiggins, Kaminga. They all want to play, and somebody's going to be the odd man out. And unfortunately, it's been Moses Moody. But you gotta you gotta get this rotation down and forget the feelings. I got to go with these guys. This is who I'm rolling with. These are the rotations. Now let's go with some basketball games. And if Andrew Wiggins is not going to be part of that rotation, because at times he's just simply unplayable. The other night against Toronto, he was unplayable. But I, I feel like the team or maybe the coach or the organization feels a desire to put him in in crunch well, situations to get him going. Well, And I, it feels like a lost cause. Well, they have 100 million reasons I, I, I to try it. to get him going. 
You just don't want to DMP a $100 million man. Because <laughs> now you're sucking all the value out of him. If you're shopping him, you're trying to play him. But damn, if he's going to go one for six for three points against Toronto, then what's the point of playing him? So they got issues here. I can't argue with any of they, that. They've got issues here. We'll continue to talk about this. We'll play some Steve Kershaw, some Jermall Sound. We did tease Baldy as well. Maybe we'll get that in. We'll get that in before we get to I've the 7 o'clock hour. I've got something fun for you, too. We got, we'll get that in for the 7 o'clock hour with Brian Baldinger about the 49ers. Uh, that's all coming up. 888-957-9570. We'll get the phone lines cracking here in just a second. That is all sponsored by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Now back to the morning roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky. Take it away, Bonte. Oh, boy. Um, Nick in San Jose, our rookie roaster of the year, 2023 Doobie Award winner. To all the roasters out there, I'm going to keep bringing the heat. There you go. I love that. There you I go. I love that. There you go. Um, Ernie Chavez, YouTuber of the year. Tyler Miller, villain of the year. A lot of awards. We're going to make this happen next year. We're going to do it live and in person next season. Or next year, I should say. Or this later this year, because we're already in 2024. As a segment is sponsored by Go to State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoToStateLumber.com. <clears throat> Pardon me. Shout out to St. Ignatius High School. Pains me to say that. But uh, my guy still the ball. St. Ignatius Wildcats. Go out there and beat Sacred Heart Cathedral for the Bruce Mahoney. They sweep it when the football game. They win the volleyball game, the girls' volleyball game, and of course the basketball game yesterday. They sweep them. Shout out to C's though over there at uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral. Did what he could do. Boy, boy, oh boy. Tough one for Sacred Heart Cathedral. Well, and while you're doing some shout outs to the high schools, let's also not forget Reardon won 65 48 over Sarah. So, all you guys that go to Sarah and talk all that smack, yes, the Bologna family. Yes, uh, Craig Sargent. All right. Go Reardon, huh? Go Reardon. Well, they. Football is their sport. Sarah? Yeah. They're always sneaky in hoops. They're the jungle sneaky. game versus SI is always a yeah, must-watch game. Yeah, it is. It and they're is. a baseball program as well. Right, they've, right. they've got great great athletics there. Also, while we're on this on this, Ritter, time, Hey, let me tell you something. What's that? Joey Curtin and Ritter better win a state championship. Oh, come on. Joey's good. He texted me the other day. i got to hit him back. I have it's been most very expensive busy. high school team I've seen Stop in the Bay that. Area in years. Stop that. Go Crusaders. <laughs> uh, and shout out Will Watkins. I watched their girls' program, their women's yeah. program play. They've got a lot of really uh, up-and-coming players. Uh, if you have a daughter who's in fourth or fifth grade. Number one in the nation in oh. basketball right now. Oh, that's who, right. Who is? Archbishop Mitty. Yeah, I, well, that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. McKenna is yeah, incredible. McKenna is incredible. But if you have a daughter, uh, speaking of women's hoops, fourth or fifth grade, and she wants to play basketball free 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 and she's not playing in the cyo already doesn't matter if she goes to whatever school um you could sign up uh with the sfpal uh police athletic league program uh, activities league program uh if you're looking for it, it's on my twitter it's on my instagram you can call the station one of the guys will send you the link so if you have a daughter out there that wants to play hoops free utilize these free programs and they they've done all these studies you know kids that do stuff after school are infinitely more likely to be successful in high school, to be successful in life, and stay out of trouble. It's very important to play sports, not because you're going to get some scholarship or whatever, because of the life lessons that you learn from it and the camaraderie and the memories and the friends that you meet. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Mentality. You know who's having trouble with their athletic program? 
the San Francisco Giants. Well, that's not here. There, there. I have a warrior question that I'm going to pose, and we're going to. Oh, I, I would like I would like you to answer it, but we're going to do uh, Pandora's box here oh, to have a Pandora's little fun. Box? Oh yeah, we're bringing it well, back. We are having fun. Yes. Here's the question that you can chew on, and if you want to line them up, 888-957-9570 in the interim. Here's the question I want you to chew on. What's the question? If I took championship off the table, how can the Warriors salvage and make this a successful season? Interesting. Very interesting. And the answers can be all across the board. It can be individual answers. It can be team development answers. It can be, you know, cap flexibility answers. It can be a trade scenario for the future. It can be, you know, making this particular version the best version, whether it be some X's and O's or, you know, lineup or rotational fixes. I, I really want to see, because like I think most fans are realizing, like, yeah, this might not be a championship team. Well, then how do you salvage it? It doesn't mean it's a lost season. You could take a nice step forward. Yeah, I'm interested. I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer Do you to think that, that the year that they won the championship, the year prior set them up a little? What do you mean? The play-in like, tournament? Like having having Jordan Poole kind of emerge oh, yeah, 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 toward yeah, yeah, the end yeah, of that yeah, yeah, season? Yeah. No, he was huge for that. It, he was huge for that. And that, that momentum or that hunger or that disappointment, I should say, from losing to Memphis and then having Jordan Poole yeah. play in those current time games against the Lakers and the and the Memphis Grizzlies taking big shots, no doubt. But also having Klay Thompson come back. That's a good point. You know, having Gary Payton second on that roster. Otto Porter Jr. was huge for that team. Jordan Poole obviously took that next step. Andrew Wiggins was hooping. Um, how could you salvage it? Well, I, it's a question that I personally may not answer until the trade deadline because I want to see what this roster looks like. Because the success okay. may be getting some of this money off the books. It may be moving some pieces. You know, now you have Chris Paul in full. Will Chris Paul ever play a game in a Warriors uniform ever again? That's a great question. You know, Andrew Wiggins, where is he going to be at in a month? Draymond Green, what's going on with him? Mm. You know, and he spoke a lot yesterday, something we'll get into. Steve Kerr. I mean, Steve Kerr may not be coaching his team next season. As we see Eric Spolster get the big eight-year, $120 million extension with the Miami Heat. Where's Steve Kerr going to be at next season? That's so there's a lot of moving yeah, parts here yeah. that I don't know if I have a concrete answer on what is a success. Is a success bringing Steve Kerr back and extending him? Is a success have a Clay Thompson extended? He may be gone. Hell, he may be traded. I don't know. Am I conceding championship too fast? Uh, Am I being a Debbie Downer? I mean, right now you can't talk championship because they're not in the playing tournament. That's kind of so. I'm not really yeah eager to talk championship right now. Even though they have champions on their roster, yeah, I got it. I got to see it. Yeah, I've got to see them play better. Um, the, the extension by the way, was yes. You're ripping Craig Sargent apparently. My boy uh, Garrett Treadwell. What up, GT? Said let Shasky know that Craig Sargent didn't play at Sarah. He had to transfer to Caramont. Oh, that's to not try funny. and get some playing time. And he still didn't. Whoa. No, Whoa. That, that's, Whoa that's a bird. No, it's Craig's the roast. It's oh the roast. God. We love Craig. <laughs> Bobby Sarge, we love, love you too. We love you, Bobby Sarge. We need to see, have lunch soon. I've Sorry. had enough. All right, let's do Pandora's beat up, box. Beat up GT for that one. I love you, GT. Let's do some Pandora's box, and then we'll get back into the Warriors. All right. 
Devontae Hill has a vast knowledge of sports. If you didn't watch the film, don't, don't knock us for watching film, Shotsky. But if there's one kind of hole in his game, it's music. All right, do you know the... Sweet home Alabama. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's I... go. They later changed to the Noble Five. Before oh, it's Maroon 5. This is Maroon 5. <laughs> It's time for Pandora's Box. All right, Bonte. I'm going to give you three chances for each song to name either the artist. I, I, some of these you won't be able to name the, the name of the song, but the artist for sure. You think you can do this today? It's a little more current than usual. He's not looking good. I was going to say, current's a stretch. Definitely within this millennium. Well, as, in, as in more current than the 70s. Because I was going 70s for a lot of these. Correct. Okay. So what is it, 80s? No, no it was 90s. early 2000s. Yeah, early oh, 2000s. I, oh, I definitely was in my A lot of these are in video games. Jaw Rule, Eminem. It depends what video game. What video game was Oh, they were in MLB. They were in the NFL. There were lots of different video games, right? Tony Hawk. I didn't play Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, yeah. Oh, pro skater? You didn't play Tony Hawk? I, not a lot of it. What the heck is early, wrong with you? Early Tony Hawk days. Dude, we were playing Madden all night long. Well, Madden has, has a lot okay, of different right. eclectic albums I know it does. Uh, it does. But I'm there. just saying what I was playing. All right. Let's all right, start let's with go. our first one, please. It's a parody song. It sounds like uh And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. So this sounds like a song from Bring It On. Remember the movie Bring It On with Gabrielle <laughs> Probably Union? Probably would have been. Right. <laughs> Cheerleaders. This sounds like one of those songs. Bring it on, baby. Do not cheat. Do not I'm not cheat. cheating. Do I don't not look know. in the YouTube chat. I'm not chat. looking at anything. All right. So this group is like one of those California punk bands that we associate like Sublime or Green Days. I'm taking those off the board for you. They've got some ties to Rancid. You, you, you have no idea of any of these groups. Yeah, I don't know who the hell this is. They did I've never song, heard this song in my life. They did a song called Self-Esteem. Yeah, I've never heard of this song in my life. Are you kidding me? I've never heard this once. Marcus and Richmond knows a lot about this name. <laughs> what, Quickie? <laughs> no, it's what you produce. Spring. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to You were so close. The Offspring. Spring. Oh, really? Yes. I don't even know who Offspring is. I was just... Played off of Marcus at Richmond. You never heard of the Offspring? No, I never heard. Never of once. Never once. Are you serious? Never once. As, as I terrible. look at our that our compadres terrible. from the Sarah and Vinny show, I know they know the yeah, Offspring. Of course, they have to know. They have to know. <laughs> of course, they that's have their job to know. know. That's their job to know. My job is to know X's and O's you, and know about transactions. Offspring? Are you kidding me? Bonte Hill knowing are, Offspring. Most of these are going to be live 105. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't listen to. Shout out our sister station. We like. Shout out our sister Come station. On. But, you know, Megan there's Holiday. a lot of sports talk radio going out of my car they, they, and a lot of Tupac going Fonte, out of my car. Fonte, they've sold 40 million records. Well, good for them. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Let me, let me tell you how many records or money I've contributed to Offspring. They've sold more than 40 million records. I've not bought one of those records because I don't know who they are. Offspring, where are they from? Garden Grove, California. Uh, where's Garden Grove, the California? Offspring. The Offspring? Yeah, I just call them Offspring. I know you the said The Offspring earlier. I'd say, I'd, Can you play that song again? Can I hear it? They've got other Can hitters. Can I listen to it? they got plenty of hitters. Can I listen to it? This is like a joke song. 
This is such a bad song. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly but for a white guy. Come on, man. Oh, oh, no you're wonder you guys head. like this. No wonder you guys. Oh, you guys are feeling yourself. Look at Big John. Oh, look at Big John. I'm 45 for a white guy. Oh, no wonder you guys bought all these albums. Y'all needed something during those days. I love I you saw so that much. Warp Tour in uh, Mountain View. Yeah. Hit the Cause, legal. Because, you know, that was a time. <laughs> What's What year did that song come out in? Uh, probably, what, 2005? So that was a good time where from about, I want to say, 98 to about, till about 06. <laughs> I shouldn't even say this. I should not Give say Give it to this. me. Oh, let's hear it. I feel like that was a time when the white girls were all into the brothers. When Jungle that Fever. Was 1998. Wow. Came out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that was a time when the tide was turning where the brothers was discovering the white girls in Marin and Samantel and Burley game. And there was a lot of cross take. Right, let's go to the next song. So no wonder the white guys love that song. Right. They needed something for their self esteem. Get the legal and let's go to the next song. I'm terrible. The truth hurts. KGMZ. The morning backpedal. HD1 San Francisco always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app in favorite 95.7. It's the truth. What's going on here? I don't know what's going on. Don't forget you can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log out and search 95.7 game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by 